wondered how taboo, shame, and lack of good sexual education have stripped away elements of pleasure in childbirth and parenting that are essential to loving, intimate relationships, join me for another episode of Orgasmic Birth Podcast, Pleasure in Pregnancy, Birth, and Parenting, as we break down and heal barriers and open the door to more love and intimacy in birth and life. a pleasure practice? Have you considered pleasure as a holistic birthing tool? Hello, I'm Deborah Pascali Bonaro, the founder and director of Orgasmic Birth and host of the Orgasmic Birth podcast. Our guest today is a friend and a colleague, Sheila Kamara Hay. Sheila is a Yale and Columbia-trained cultural sociologist passionate about transforming the landscape of birth from pain to pleasure. For over 10 years, Sheila has empowered birth practitioners and expectant moms to honor the design of the body and integrate the most holistic birthing tool, pleasure, into preparation and support. The Ecstatic Birth Practitioner Training has certified visionary birth workers in over 18 countries to elevate their clients' experiences in childbirth, bringing ease and oxytocin flow, I love that, into the birthing field through their own bodies while holding the highest vision for birth and humanity. Sheila is a leader in the global ecstatic birth movement. She's a sought-after speaker, devoted teacher, unveiling the ecstasy available in each moment at the intersection of sensuality, life, and birth. And I'm so honored to have Sheila with us today. It is always such a pleasure to talk with you, especially today to discuss body bliss and ecstatic birth. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Deborah. I always love playing with you. I love to call you my co-conspirator in bringing pleasure into birth. So I'm super honored and excited to be here today to chat with you. Thank you. And I know, Sheila, you have so many tools and tips. And I know one of the things that we both share is this passion to connect, you know, birth and sexuality. I'd love to hear you share with people, you know, birth is sexual. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, it's funny because we don't really make that connection in our conscious minds. And I remember when I first started doing this work, just saying the words, birth is a sexual act would make me feel very nervous. Like, how are people going to receive it? And like, I could feel like my body cringed. But realistically, and I know you know this and everybody listening knows this, like birth is the culmination of the sexual act, right? Like we conceive with our sexual bodies and we birth with our sexual bodies. And so I think a lot of I mean, there's so many reasons people aren't enjoying the experience of childbirth, but a really, really big one is a lack of understanding this connection that we are birthing with our sexual bodies. And we really need to honor that aspect of our design in order to be able to birth in ways that feel better. Because just like sex can be really pleasurable or really painful, like birth is the same thing, but like on steroids, magnified. So I think this piece of like reclaiming the connection between birth and sex is really, really critical. Yeah, I agree. And it's so hard to understand how it got so disconnected, right? Like how did we convince generations of people that birth 
was this very physical event, but didn't reconnect to sexuality. What are some of your thoughts on that? What caused the disconnect? I think as a society, as a whole, we have a lot of issues with sexuality. I think that, you know, we've come a long way, but if you look at like our religion, our cultural inheritance, there's a lot of disconnect around like what sexuality is. I think even in today's modern culture, sexuality is used very much as a commodity. But this sense of like the sexual as the realm of the sacred, which if you consider, hey, this is how new life comes onto the planet. Like this is how the future is literally being born through sex. Woof, that's like super sacred, right? But we have, you know, sexuality really hides in the shadows. There's a lot of shame around sexuality, our expression of sexuality. And I find that even though we've really come a long way doing this work with expected moms and with birth practitioners, like we've all got our stuff. Like we've all got, you know, stuff that we need to heal to really be able to own our sexual bodies, to own our sexual expression in a way that feels like good, aligned and true with all parts of ourselves. Um, I think, you know, if you think about sexuality and you think about children, it's like, oh, you can't mix those two. Like sexuality is in one corner, you know, kids are in another corner. So I think at the heart of it is a really deep, both like global cultural healing related to sexuality, but also like deeply personal because we've all got our stuff. I totally hear you. And, and that I, I agree. I feel that way too. So in how can we help people to reconnect their sexuality to birth and also to bring in pleasure? I know you talk so much about pleasure as a holistic birthing tool. Yeah, well, I think we're really lucky that we live in the age of the internet right now. And even if we've sort of, you know, internalized all of these beliefs about like what childbirth is, what a sexual experience is, there's so many resources available now. You know, thanks to you and your work, like the film Orgasmic Birth is hugely consciousness raising, right? So I think that the first piece, especially in relation to childbirth, is starting to reprogram like your your subconscious beliefs. You know, we we learn about birth from the moment that we're born and all the images that we've seen in the media, all the stories we've heard. And I think up until recently, there has been uh, a lot of like wariness about sharing positive birth experiences. But again, we live in the age of the internet now. And I remember when I was birthing my children 15 years ago now, which is crazy to me, looking online and 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 Googling like pleasure and birth, sexuality and birth. And there was nothing. There was like literally there was one website, Laura Shanley, who was a pioneer at the time, had these gorgeous stories about like sensuous pregnancy. And but other than that, there was nothing. But now you can watch Deborah's film. You can go on to YouTube. You can hear birth stories. I know we both share birth stories within our communities. And you can actually see gorgeous images of, you know, childbirth that are very sensuous, that are very like sacred all over Instagram. So I would say like that's the first piece is starting to look for images of birth that really reflect the kind of experience that you want to have. And then as far as your relationship with your own body, really just take a look at what's your own experience with your sexuality. 
And I think this is really important because like we said, birth is a sexual experience. And so if you are uncomfortable with your own sexuality, if you're unable to orgasm or are very limited in your orgasmic expression, what happens in childbirth is sex magnified, right? Like the sensations are so much more. The amount of energy flowing through your body is so much more. And so if your body is really uncomfortable with the sensation of sexual energy flowing through it, when it comes to birth, you're going to resist. Your body's going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, that's not safe. You're going to clamp down. So really looking at your own experience in relation to your sexuality and noticing what really works for you and bringing as much of that into your birth preparation and birth experience as you can. And the things that maybe you struggle with or you're having a hard time with, starting to look at how you can heal that or expand your experience. I mean, there's so many modalities to support now. But that I that I think is the first step is really like one kind of reprogramming like your conscious mind with beautiful images, videos, stories. And then the second piece is really looking at your own relationship with your body, your own relationship with your sexuality. Yeah, such great tips. And and I love, Sheila, how you say that that energy in birthright is magnified mm-hmm. and that when we resist, right, we know that we can actually make lo- labor longer and harder. So, so much of labor is that opening on every level. And so having that ability to open and feel safe sexually makes such a difference. But I also love how you, we both love to use pleasure as a tool. What can you tell us about using pleasure in our lives and pleasure in birth and parenting, right? Because it's such an important tool. Yes. So here's the thing with pleasure. I think most of us have been raised thinking of pleasure as like the reward, right? It's like the cherry on top, like do all the things. And at the end of the rainbow, there will be the reward of pleasure. And the invitation that Deborah and I are inviting you all into is actually pleasure is not the reward. Pleasure is part of the process, right? So thinking about like the sexual experience, it's not like, yeah, we tend to be very goal-oriented. Oh my gosh, am I going to climax? Am I not? All of that. That's kind of like the cherry. But the whole experience needs to be pleasurable, right? Like you can't get to that like climax orgasmic experience if you're not experiencing any pleasure along the way. So pleasure in and of itself is like a really, really powerful tool to nourish your body, to give you energy. This is true in the birthing room and out of the birthing room in early motherhood, you know, for sure. Let's see. So yeah, I really want to invite that conscious awareness of like pleasure is not the goal, but it, it, you need it to like, to move you through the process, to support you through the process. And so there's two ways that I usually uh, talk about pleasure for people that are interested in integrating in birth or life. You can literally give yourself the experience of pleasure, like I talk about it, like pleasure from the outside and pleasure from within. So from the outside, it's so simple. If you're, you know, like 39 weeks or, or, you know, just stepping into the birthing room, like literally give yourself the experience of pleasure. You can think about all five of your senses. What things give you pleasure? What things can you see, hear, smell, touch? And literally just give yourself the experience of pleasure. So even just right now, you can, you know, literally just put your hands on your body and notice the sensation of like giving yourself pleasure with your own loving touch. So simple, so accessible, free, 
available to all of us. So that's one realm of pleasure. The other realm of pleasure I call sensual expansion, and that's really learning how to access pleasure from within your own body. And that's a practice. That's a training. So this is something when I'm working with expectant moms, I like to start as soon as possible. And it's something that I share with all birth practitioners because this is like a lifelong opening, unfolding into the realms of like ever deepening pleasure that's available to you. And the beautiful thing about sensual expansion, it's really about like learning to feel, learning to feel the pleasure that's available to you in your own body and learning how to expand that pleasure. And the tools of sensual expansion and the tools of natural childbirth are one and the same. Breath, sound, movement, visualization. So this can be such a powerful way to prepare for birth because everybody expects a birthing woman to be able to use these tools or like, you know, everyone expects a birthing woman to make a lot of sound. Great. So let's learn how to use your sound to access pleasure in your body, to access the sexual energy, to let it flow as opposed to resist. So those are the two ways I talk about uh, pleasure in childbirth. And the beautiful thing about sensual expansion is you're literally learning how to access your own reserves of oxytocin in your own body. And oxytocin, as we know, is the governing hormone of labor. So if you're an expectant mom, being able to tap into that in your own body is supporting the progression of your labor. And if you're a birth practitioner, being able to hold that in your body enables you to bring it into the birthing field by your presence. You know, we know that the birthing field is contagious. We know that if somebody's holding fear in their body, if they step into the birthing room, that the birthing mama will feel that and her body will react accordingly. So let's flip it. Let's train all of our doulas, midwives, you know, support teams, everybody to really be able to hold that oxytocin flow in their own body and bring it into the birthing field and support our birthing moms in that way. Oh, I love that, Sheila. I <laughs> Like I can just, as you're talking, I'm envisioning, wouldn't it be so amazing if everybody that entered a birthing field had this training, had this knowledge and understood. I think, you know, we still not, our providers don't realize how their words or their care or lack of care, their fear um, is impacting birthing people. So I want to just move it a little bit further because I think, as you say, like birth practitioners should all do this. All the doulas that are joining us too, you know, it's something for us to really learn for our own lives. But I want to think about like, you've just had a baby. How could new parents bring this with them and how important is pleasure, especially when we're parenting in those challenges of the first days, weeks, months, and years? Yeah, I think that's critical. I mean, I think the the problem that we have is we really think about like birth as this pivotal moment, which it is. It's like this very transformative rite of passage. But after the birth, you've got a newborn to take care of. Ideally, like you're going to be a mother for the rest of your life. And that's not a single moment in time. That is continuous, right? So if you have this mentality of like pleasures, the reward for a job well done, well, you're just never really going to get there because the job of mothering is continuous. And so I think in those, especially in those early like postpartum days, but really throughout motherhood, if you are oriented towards nourishing your body with pleasure, it really uh, supports everybody. It supports, you know, you as a mom first and foremost. But as we know, like your kids, your baby is wholly dependent on you 
And so the invitation for everybody, because we've all had moms, is think about like if your mom was really in her pleasure, if her body was really nourished, if she was able to access that level of joy regularly, how would that have impacted your own experience growing up? And I think most of us could feel like, oh, we want that. You know, we want that for our parents. And that would have been, you know, whatever level of joy you had growing up to have that extra layer of elevation would be so nourishing. And so I think the beautiful thing about preparing for pleasure in childbirth and using these tools is after you've given birth, you still have them. You still know how to nourish your body, like open, allow that energy flow. I remember in my early postpartum days, like when I was nursing, being able to just like open to that pleasure, moving through my body, having all that oxytocin flow. And that's another place of reclamation, right? Like breastfeeding is extremely sensuous. And I know we've both heard from lots of moms being like, oh my God, is that okay? Like I'm feeling pleasure when I'm breastfeeding. And it's like, yes, of course it's okay. That's your body's design. But we, again, we have so much shame around our sexuality and not knowing like, oh my God, am I, is what I'm doing wrong in some way? So I think, you know, the work that you're doing, Deborah, the work that I'm doing is really about like reclaiming that, really understanding that, first of all, like we are biological beings. And if we just look at our physiology, our anatomy, our hormonal systems, then we can understand that like pleasure is an innate part of our process. It's an innate part of our design. Yeah. So beautifully said. So I have to ask you this because I'm sure other people are thinking it. How did you come to this? What put you on this path to be able to so deeply support people in that healing and pleasure and sexuality and expansion? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, it was deeply, deeply personal, right? I got pregnant for the first time after having heard a lot of messages about, oh, it'll probably take you a long time to get pregnant. You know, it it might be hard. And that wasn't my experience. I was very lucky. I conceived right away. And I was like, oh my God, my body knows what to do. This is amazing. And feeling how my body was really gestating new life within it and wanting to feel that in the birth experience too, wanting to feel the same sense of like the miraculous in my birth and not knowing how to create that. You know, I didn't have any kind of education around like the politics and the systems and the structures around birth. And so I kind of just went like that and took a natural childbirth class and unfortunately had a pretty traumatic experience and uh, a pretty traumatic experience birthing my son, but an experience that I'm so grateful for because I talk about that as like, that was a contraction in my life's journey that really pressed me to find another way. And so when I got pregnant with my second, it was like, uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing that again. And I really educated myself. I really, uh, you know, read everything I could, watched everything I could, you know, sought out teachers, made sure I put myself in the right environment. And I had this gorgeous reclamatory birth where I was like, my body can do this. And I remember when I was pushing my daughter out, I felt the sensation of her head coming down. And I felt my vulva expand and contract. And I was like, oh my God, it's true, right? Because in all of my research, I would be reading these like 300 page books and there would be one line or maybe two lines that said something like, some women experience heightened states of bliss, ecstasy, or even orgasm when they give birth. And that would be it. And But in that moment, I knew it was true. And so when I got pregnant again, I wanted to know what that was about. And at the time, 
I was very involved with a school for pleasure in New York City called Mama Gina School of Womanly Arts. And I was learning about my amazing body and the capacity it had for pleasure. I was learning about sensual expansion and orgasmic expansion. And that's when it really struck me. I was like, oh my God, the language, the tools, it's the same. There's a lot of talk about really being present in your body, being present with the sensations, using these tools of breath, sound, movement, visualization to feel more pleasure. And so I thought, let me prepare for my third birth in this way. And what was interesting was I had this idea of what was possible and my idea was very limited, right? Because I had felt this like expansion, contraction, this pleasure in my own body. I thought, okay, I can understand how birth can be orgasmic. And so I had this idea that it would be like a very sensual sexual experience. But as we know, birth doesn't always adhere to what you have in your mind. And all of my training had really brought me into this place of deep body connection. So I was able to really like listen, feel and follow the intuition of my body. And what ended up happening, I had a very pokey labor, what ended up happening, you know, we did the walks around the block and all that. But in the end, we closed the door, we put on some music and I wanted my partner nowhere near me, which was very funny considering the way I had trained for my birth. But we put on some music And there was this feeling of like, you know, as I moved with the music, there was this feeling of like the contractions coming and like moving my body and kind of overtaking me and leaving me pulsing on the floor. And it was that was I danced my baby out, you know, really guided by my body and my intuition. And it was so pleasurable. It was so ecstatic. It took me so high beyond what I could have even conceived of. And it was very interesting because afterwards I felt so emotional and I was like, I don't understand. I was preparing for pleasure in birth, but this was beyond anything that I could have conceived of. And so that was really my spark. You know, I started sharing with people that I knew. I started sharing within women's communities from that place. I started sharing my own teachers. You need to hear these people. These are all the people that I leaned on. And then, you know, started working with expectant moms one-on-one and started to feel like, oh, like, It's wonderful for women to prepare in this way, but if they don't have the support that they need in the moment, it's still really challenging. And I was really surprised in my early programs how many practitioners were signing up. And I would be like, I don't understand. Like you're a midwife, you're a doctor of Chinese medicine, you're a doula, you're a child, like all these incredible people that had training. I don't understand. Like, why are you here? Don't you get this in your professional trainings? And over and over again, they said no. So, you know, at some point I was like, all right, let's do this. Let's like start bringing these tools of pleasure and sexuality to the practitioner community. And that's been so powerful and so gratifying because, you know, for every one person I can support, like the practitioners are supporting multiple people. And I've really had the privilege of seeing how they can, you know, like by healing their own relationship with their bodies, their sexuality, learning these tools of pleasure, and then bringing it to their clients in birth, it's really transformed a lot of their practices. You know, some of them have gone deeper in their own practices and have come back and been like, you know, my clients don't really describe their births as painful anymore, which is so exciting. And, you know, others have found completely new pathways because, you know, when you follow your body, your pleasure, like sometimes you realize, oh, I'm not really doing the work that I meant to do. And they shift and course correct and create new careers, empowering women in other ways. So that's sort of been my trajectory. And it's I just feel like really, really privileged. It's not anything as a teen or young 
adult I would have ever thought that I would be doing, but it's definitely, you know, my passion and my soul's work. Totally. Oh, thank you for sharing your story, Sheila, because it's so beautiful to hear that how you moved from birth to birth and this power and passion that we feel from you and hear from you just keeps flowing and the incredible difference you're making. And I know you've given so many tips, right? So there's so much. I know everyone listening is soaking in so many aspects, but I always love to ask if there was just one thing that you would say as a tip, and it might be something new or or expanding on something you've said for people that are listening, you know, those mamas, fathers, partners, what would you recommend in preparing for birth and parenting? I think at the most foundational level, the one tip that I would share with everyone, you know, birthing or a practitioner or just like a woman really wanting to be more in her pleasure is to start to connect with your body more. You know, we use our bodies as this means to like move our head from place to place where our energy is really in our mind. We really value our mental, rational wisdom. But I think that's a very limited way of moving through the world. And that's something that I feel like birth has given me the profound gift of seeing like what happens when you really follow your body's wisdom and you follow and your body's wisdom includes that mental rational wisdom, but it also includes your primal wisdom. It also includes your experiential wisdom, all the experiences you've had your whole life, generational wisdom, right? So starting to reconnect with your body and it, it could be as simple as just like sitting for a few minutes each day, closing your eyes and feeling the sensations within, noticing the sensations. And it's really interesting because, you know, when I work with people at first, it's like, oh, I'm like really thirsty. I should drink more water or like, ooh, like my bra is way too tight. I never noticed how uncomfortable it was before, right? Because we're, we're, we're a little bit dissociated. So starting to really connect with the sensations, you'll get kind of like those louder um, pieces first. But the more you do it, the more you'll notice like the subtlety of sensations. And then thinking about like when you're making decisions, not what makes sense, but what feels good. And this is something that, you know, anyone can practice each and every day. Like you're in the supermarket and you're choosing between two things. Like, well, which one feels better? And you'll start to notice that that feeling better does include the things that make sense, but there's also like a, another sense to it. That's like your intuition, your inner wisdom and starting to play with that and letting that guide you. Beautiful. And I love how that process evolves, right? I've heard you say that before and certainly have made more time in my own life for that. And just, you're right, you know, it just brings you into this deeper space and you've given us so much wisdom, Sheila. Oh my goodness, like I can just feel it all over. And I want to just ask you, I know many people are going to be saying, Sheila, I want more. How can people reach you? Where can they find you? Thanks, Deborah. Yeah, so I live on the internet at ecstatic-birth.com. That's my website. And I have so many complimentary resources, whether you are an expectant mom just starting out, a birth practitioner or a woman who's like, I want to expand more in my pleasure. I have, you know, lots of different things that you can experience right on the website. 
I'm also on Facebook and Instagram under the handles Ecstatic Birth. If you go to my Instagram profile, I have one of those link trees where you see all the complimentary resources right there. So lots of places to connect and explore. And of course, anyone can always reach out to me via email, Sheila at ecstatic-birth.com. Thank you so much, Sheila. This was such a pleasure to have time to talk and listen and learn and have fun with you. So thank you so much. Thank you. I always love playing with you, Deborah. (laughs) And thank you to all our listeners. We hope you enjoyed and are bringing these practices into your life and expanding your pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Orgasmic Birth Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about pleasure in birth parenting and birth work, visit orgasmicbirth.com forward slash more for my free gifts. And please leave a review about your experience. Reviews help us to reach more people and please subscribe.